Happy Sunday and welcome to Brunch with Des B. I'm your host, Des, also known as Des B, here to provide you with your favorite way to start the week. Every Sunday, we explore new topics and dive into conversations that matter and some that truly do not. Tune in each week to smile, learn something new, and join your favorite brunch gang. Let's get into it. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to Brunch with Des B. I'm your host, Des, also known as Des B. And yes, we are having a girl's day. All right, you can probably already tell by the vibes of this episode and the way that I'm just genuinely looking. We're relaxing, okay? We're r and ring We're chilling. And you're going to learn a little bit more about me today. So if this is your first episode or your first, like, maybe couple, right? Maybe you're a newbie. Maybe you're a new bruncher. I don't like that word. Maybe you're a new <laughs> brunch member. This will give you a little bit more insight on who I am, or maybe these are just questions you've like never heard before and it's fun and it's a way to just be mindless. I think that's the biggest goal of my podcast always is like, I'm here to take your mind away from the noise of life, right? You're not coming here to like get educated or walk away with like a profound knowledge of a specific topic, right? You're just here because it's mindless. It gets your mind away from maybe what's going on in the world, what's going on in your life what's going on at work. It's truly just an escape. Like, because I know for me, this is an escape and I will never, ever let that boundary cross where this place doesn't become an escape for me. Right. So welcome back. I'm so excited to have you. We're doing a little bit of a Q and a today. So get excited. As always, I like to open up the podcast with just talking some shit. So let's go ahead and first talk some shit about last weekend. And not really last weekend. I went to the Olympia with Lonnie nutrition, And I told you guys last week, I was very nervous. I always get kind of anxious when it comes to being around like new people or just like people I haven't seen in a while. So like I never met Claudia and I had met Chloe back in 2021. And then I had met Libby in 2021, but I, I think I had met her before maybe one time, another Alani shoot. So regardless, it was still like, you know, a a new experience. So I was very, very nervous. Um, so going into it, I was like, okay, I'm going to put myself out there. I always do. And and I'm just hoping the vibes match. And let me tell you, ladies, the vibes matched so well. Like it was the most fun I've had on a trip, like an influencer trip, uh, a brand trip in a long, long time. Like it was just good golly fun. Like I cannot elaborate that enough. And it was one of those things that like, you know, when you walk away from certain people, and you feel like your energy is sucked from you. Like, do you have that one friend? Maybe they're even a friend to you, right? Or a colleague or a coworker. And you walk away from them and you never really feel like fulfilled. Like you just feel like they were maybe like a complainer or like they just sucked the energy out of you or like just were like not the vibe, you know, whatever. And sometimes it's not a negative. It's just, you know, not all personalities are going to clash or kind of like not clash, but some personalities are going to clash. Ours like did not. We had so much fun. And it just really was like a testimony that there are still amazing women out there, women for women, women that are open to just having fun and don't have to be on their phones all the time. Um, You guys know I've taken a step away from TikTok for now. And I don't know, like I've told you guys, I might journey back into it, right? But for my mental health right now, it's just like not where I need to be. I need to focus on my business and other things, right? So I know how much time though goes into TikTok. And the girls that I were with was with are big on TikTok. 
and Instagram combined. But regardless, I just really appreciated that they were able to like put their phones down and not like video record everything. Like we all did our part, right? We all recorded little snippets here and there. Like we get it. We, we make content. So I understand, but it wasn't something that took away from the presence of like when we were all talking and having like funny conversations and sharing stories and that like none of that existed. And so it was just, it was really fun. I was just, I left really fulfilled. And I just feel like I had to share that with you guys, because if you listen to my episode back in July about the like worst influencer trip I went on, it was just such a good, like redemption. Like I was like, okay, there are nice girlies out there, you know, and it, and it was fun. And now we're all like in a group chat. It's not like we're gonna like text all the time, but it's just nice to have now like little, you know, a little bond that we all shared. And it was, it was a really fun weekend. So it was a great weekend. And then next week, so like you're listening to this Sunday, this coming weekend, I'm in Palm Springs, California with Hydro Jug, which is very exciting um, there because we're, we're celebrating something and we have Black Friday coming up. We have a lot coming up. So make sure you stay tuned to my stories this weekend. Cause I think I'll be able to share what's coming and you're going to want to know. So other than that, honestly, what a, what a beautiful past couple of days. Like Michigan is starting to, we're starting to turn daylight savings time happen. Daylight savings time. Is that way we call it daylight savings, daylight savings happen. There we go. And, um, I didn't suffer too bad. Like I came back from the Olympia and then I came back to daylight savings. So it wasn't like too terrible, but for any of you guys who have kids or have people, maybe you like care for in your home, it was tough. Like it was tough to not want to like punt Maddox and Archie that next morning. You know what I mean? Like I was like, I love you, but like, you know, damn it. You know, it was just difficult. So daylight savings happen, fun weekend coming up. And really that's my last planned like travel travel for the year, which is very exciting. Cause I'm, I'm ready to kind of go back in my hole and just hibernate for a little bit. I don't know if you guys are like me, but I get massive panic post travel panic PTP. I'm going to call it. I get anxious mid travel, knowing that I have to go home not because I don't miss my home, but knowing that I have to like unpack and get back in routine. I hate being out of routine. I don't do well. I don't handle well. I don't like it. And so when I come back home and I'm like, I'm kind of mixed up. I'm like, what day is it? When, you know, who knew, like what clients do I have to check in? You know, like my days are just fucked coming back home, PTP plus daylight savings, PTP DS and oh, you know, I was, I was dying. So we got over it. We're good. And one thing I did want to address before I forgot. Yes, I went to the Olympia. Someone asked, well, actually, I probably got like a couple messages, like maybe like five. I'm not going to say I'm like, everyone's asking. Like five people asked, but maybe other people were thinking it. So everyone asked me, you know, while you were at the Olympia, did it make you miss bodybuilding? You know, while you were there? Literally not at all. Literally not at all. Like for, okay, I lied. Maybe like one second. I was like, oh, like, I think I more so just admired like, wow, this was a part of my life at one point. And it made me just think back to that girl that I was, because at the end of the day, I've spoke about this on a lot of episodes. When you have children or when you just simply enter into a different season of life, most time you will never get that old version of you back, right? And so when I think of myself competing, I think of an older version of myself. And mostly that comes back to this version of myself before I had children, before my life just got a little bit more adultish, you know what I mean? And a different season of life and a different experience that I was going through. So I think I, I missed it for that moment, knowing who that person was 
that girl that I'll always be proud of, the girl that got me to the, the woman I am now, but it did make me miss her. It made me miss it for that reason because I, I miss her, but like I would never want to be her again. Does that mean, isn't that weird how we go through those seasons where it's like, I never want to be her again, but like I, mi- I do miss her because we often forget about the struggles we like go through at the time. So like I think of the person I was then and I'm like, oh, I miss her. But like, I remember also how dark that period of my life was, right? And so it's like a weird, like, wouldn't be me again, but also like, I miss you. So anyways, being around bodybuilding again, it was like, I think it reminded me like, and again, never say never, right? I brought up the idea of competing again. I've thought about it. I told you guys then a couple months ago, I was like, this is just like not me right now. It's not for me right now, whatever. So anyways, I'm always entertaining it. Like it's a part of my competitive side. I loved doing it at the time. Would I love doing it again? I don't know. It made me realize how sad, like a lot of bodybuilders are. A lot of bodybuilders, and this was including myself, we weren't happy always in our lives. Like prep is hard. Looking a certain way is hard. But like, I feel like during that time I was at my lowest of lows mentally. Like I had a really bad situation, like in home, just like the way I was living. I wasn't, I didn't like have my shit together. I was struggling in such a dark way that like Lee would look back and not know. Right. And so I just feel like time and time again, bodybuilders, because it's such a selfish sport, you end up being the most unhappy version of yourself ever. And the only time you are happy is when you're showing off what you have at the time, right? Showing off the physique that you have, the leanness that you have, or like whatever you're striving for, because it makes you happy. Like that is what you're working for. But everything else outside of that just is like shitty. I don't know how to explain it. It's so weird. So it really brought me back and snapped me back into the idea. Like I was like, that is just like, that is so shitty, like not fun, you know? So no, I don't miss it. And it made me realize too, like how grateful I am in the position I'm at right now. Like I don't have a lot of competitors that follow me. Like I probably have a lot of people that still support me from like when I was a competitor, but the type of people I get to reach now and the type of people I talk to and like, I just onboarded a bunch of like new clients and stuff. I finally have the space to do it and the time to, et cetera. Like everyone is like 27, 32, 42, 37, 35, 45. Like I have such a older audience. And I feel like when I was just a bodybuilder, it was just all a lot of like, just like young and like, not like moms, right? Like everyone just being a bodybuilder. So it's nice to have an array of people now, like probably yourself listening that we're just like normal. Like we just love to take care of ourselves, whether that's fitness, skincare, like I have my eye gels on right now, you know, like I just, I love it. I love where I'm at. It doesn't mean that some days still aren't hard for me. It's not that some days I don't miss that version or miss who I was at the time, but I just, I wouldn't trade what I have for anything. I really wouldn't. You guys are the bomb and it's, it's just so refreshing to have you guys. So I did just want to, that was a pre Q and a, you know? So this past week, any watches, any updates? I didn't really stay up to date on anything, to be honest. I was out of town from Wednesday to Sunday, and then today it's Tuesday. So it's like I wasn't on my phone. I was just, when I, in my spare time, I was working, you know, whatever. So I didn't like keep up on any pop culture things, but I did have a bomb dropped on me today. Okay. So past weekend, Brittany Mahomes is in New York. She has a girls' weekend with a few other wives um, from the Chiefs. So it's like a Chiefs wives club. Like, I want a Bravo show on that. Like, I just want to make that very clear. I want a Bravo show on the Chiefs, wives, and like girlfriends only. 
that's it. I don't want anyone else. So I'm watching Brittany Mahomes. She's out in New York with her friends. Obviously I know like Taylor's there. So I'm like, oh, I wonder if she's going to like end up meeting up. So the boys play this weekend over in, man, where was it? Overseas. I didn't watch it, but the Chiefs did really good. So did the Dolphins. I mean, it was a good game, but regardless, I concur. I'm watching sports, okay? <laughs> so we get to the point where Brittany posts her and her friends. She's like, girls weekend. I'm like, oh, okay. You know, good for her. I love that she hasn't posted her and Taylor yet because there's photos, but it just was like, it was kind of giving like, I don't need the clout. Like, I'm just thankful to be her friend, right? Like it wasn't, it doesn't feel so grabby, right? So anyways, today drop, dropped a bomb. Her, Taylor Swift, I mean, arm in arm, like Taylor Swift is hanging on to Britney. They're smiling. They're doing like a cute, they're like drinking, like fun night. And I think it just says like fun weekend. I don't know, like two, two words. She really just said, fuck you, you know, whatever. So I looked at the comments because I just think the people that are always under Brittany Mahomes comments are like so pathetic, but it's one of those things I love to look at. Cause I'm like, what are these fuckers trying to say now? Right. Justice for Brittany Mahomes. So anyways, all the comments under it were just like, you know, this is iconic, whatever. Um, of course, you know, Jackson Mahomes drops a comment. I'm just like, you're, you're so funny to me. So yeah, good weekend. Good weekend for the girls. Good weekend for the girls. Like literally, literally Brittany Mahomes, paparazzi photos, hand in hand with Taylor Swift leaving dinner with who, who all was there? Blake Lively. Selena Gomez in arms, like Taylor's holding Britney's hand with Selena, like just an iconic group. I just couldn't imagine Brittany Mahomes like five years ago, right? Mahomes, Patrick signs to the chiefs, right? Whatever. Britney's kind of been to herself. Like, honestly, we haven't seen her with a ton of friends besides her like OG friends or other chiefs wives. And so it's really cool to see her be like where she is now. Like go off queen. God, go off. Like Fuck, I just love that shit. So um, kept up with a little bit of news. There were some other like really sad passings. I'm like, you know what? I'm not putting that hex over here. Like we don't need to be talking about deaths anymore. Like I'm so tired of that right now. I'm so sad. Like I'm so sad when people pass away. I just got to like keep that out of my mind right now. You know, and I'm sure you guys relate. It's like, I just, I can't be talking about that. You know, we can see it all over the news. Let's just like rest in that. Okay, we, you know where to find it elsewhere. I'm not talking about it here right now. I just, my mental brain can't, my mental brain, my mental capacity can't handle that. So I didn't really keep up on anything else. I did read a lot of my Akamoth, <laughs> A Court of Mist and Fury. I haven't finished it yet, guys. I've like fallen out of reading. Like I read the Britney memoir in like five hours. And then I almost like, I don't know. I've been working so much and that's not like, a, I'm so busy. It's like, I've just been working so much. My brain is doing so much here that then by the time I want to like relax at night, I can't fathom using my brain to like read a piece of paper, you know, like wouldn't it be me right now, not in the right now. So I did make a, make some headway on the plane. What happened? Fayer. And yes, I know her name's Farah. Fayer just received or just was able to steal like the book. That's where I'm at. That's like the most I can like really say. So it's, it's good. I will say as of right now, like the first, like Akatar was just so easy for me to read. And I wonder if it's because I've stopped Mr. Fury and kind of restarted that, like the blaze was gone, you know? So I just got to reignite it. I am going to finish it, but that's just kind of where I'm at. I do want to read another biography though. Some of you guys gave me some to read last week. You said Jill Duggars, 
Ginger Duggar, so the two um, Duggar family girls, they have a different last name now, but regardless, they they made a book on their experience, which if you guys haven't watched the show, I think it's on Amazon Prime, Shiny Happy People. Mind blown. It's all about the Duggars. It's fucking insane. And then Jessica Simpson's memoir or whatever. Um, someone also said Jamie Lynn. Jamie Lynn's. I was like, ugh, I'm not giving that bitch any money. I'm going to go try to like find it on the black market or something. So regardless, definitely want to do that again. I, I think I got like really good feedback on people loving just kind of reviewing a book. So maybe if I told you guys like a month in advance, what an episode would be reviewing a book, maybe we could like do a mini book club. I promise it wouldn't be like a hard read. I'm thinking of just like another celeb memoir that we can all go through at least to start, at least to start. But I just really liked that. I thought it was fun. So watches, I just watched Golden Bachelor and like literally YouTube. I am such a YouTube whore. Like, does anyone else watch YouTube as much as me? Like when you ask, what do you watch at night? Like YouTube, like I just scroll YouTube. I could find, and it's not even that I'm like filling my brain with like dumb shit. Like I'll watch like how it's made gumballs, you know, like what am I doing? I don't know. I just, (laughs) I strive for the most mindless entertainment ever that just keeps my mind off of everything, right? Like I don't want to think about the news. I don't want to think about my life, not even in a bad way. It's just like, I want my brain to feel like it's just like on like, do not disturb. And that's like where I'm at. So yeah, other than that, uh, I am wearing my Tula eye gels. Honestly, like I love these. I just hate the price point. Like you can get four packs, which they're to go packs. So I do think they're worth the purchase. If you're someone who like travels frequently um, or something, just kind of, you know, pop them in a bag or something, or maybe post gym, like something like that. But I just hate the price point. I think they're nineteen eighty with my code, and you only get four. They're nineteen eighty. You only get four. Spend an extra twenty dollars, you get a a month's worth from Peter Thomas Roth, like cucumber. So it's just like hard for me to justify buying more of these, other than the pure fact of convenience for travel and stuff like that. I don't know. You guys let me have to let me know what you think, what you think, but until the 15th, which is only a couple days away, you can use my code Desby for 25% off the website. After that, my code, I don't think works for the rest of the month. Kind of shitty, kind of shitty. Not going to lie. I have no details on black Friday or anything like that. I do have details coming for Alani black Friday, hydro drug black Friday, Petula Black Friday just started yesterday. Who else Black Friday do we have? Vuray will have Black Friday. Yeah, when in doubt, does be at checkout. It, you know, it is quite ridiculous. I think you beauty will have Black Friday as well, which you guys need the fucking hyd- super hydrator tinted. Oh my God, I have shade five. It's so fucking good. And the you beauty lip plasma compound, insanity. So there's a lot of great things. Oh, Buff Bunny, sorry, that's who I missed. So there's a lot of like great things with Black Friday, but it sucks because even like two years ago, I used to make infographics, which I'm still making them, but it sucks because two years ago, I would make a Black Friday infographic and all of the companies I partner with kind of Black Friday around the same time, right? So I would just post this like 15 page highlight one time to my story, right? And it would be every single company I'm with. But now it's like this company is going 15 days early, this company doesn't start till this. And then I can't like pre announce them. So it's just like fucking messy. I'm like, God damn it, guys, get it together. I'm listen, when is black Friday? 
The correct answer is November 24th, November 24th, which is Friday after Thanksgiving. That is Black Friday. Stop horsing around and stick to it. Okay. Thank you. I just don't know why we have to make Black Friday like earlier and earlier. Like I get it for the fact of like some companies wanting to jump the gun. So like they get the sale before another company, but like at what point does Black Friday like not exist anymore? Like I wish it was just a general rule, like a law that you can't do Black Friday before Black Friday. You know what I'm saying? Like it just, it's like, it sucks and it's annoying. Like I've even seen some people do like small business Saturday, which is technically the Saturday after Black Friday, right? So it's like Black Friday, small business Saturday, Sunday, and then it's like Cyber Monday, right? That's kind of like what it is. I've seen some people do um, small business Saturday, like every Saturday, which at the end of the day, you're a small business. So like, if you want to do it every Saturday of like November, I think that's fair. Cause the point is you're a small business doing it. Like I would be a small business Saturday. Right. But regardless, my point is it's like, why are we just inching shit up? Like the point is like the excitement. Like, do you guys remember waking up or like, I know for me at my great grandma's house, we would always go through all of the like newspaper clippings and the Kohl's magazines and shit all the night before on Thanksgiving, like all my aunts and everything, we would sit at the table, look at what's going on, flag stuff, cut stuff out, like almost make like, bro, like we would literally make like vision boards for our Black Friday shopping that next day, right? And then we would be ready at like 12 a.m., not even earlier than that, right? At like Best Buy or Walmart, Kmart at the time. Like it was just like such a special time. I don't know how else to explain it. Like it just sucks that that's like not a thing anymore because I just feel like it was, so nostalgic. Maybe that's the word. Like it was just like, so I hate even using the word old school. Cause it's not that old ago. It's just, or it's not that far away ago. What the, whatever the fuck I just get passionate about it. Time changes. Time changes. Okay. Let's take a sip. My mouth is parched. I did get my final retainers for my bite B Y T E. That's too good. Hold on. Mm. Man, I'm so thirsty right now. Like for no reason, my mouth is so like dehydrated, but I did get my final aligners for my, my bite. I lost my retainers like probably like two years ago now. Like <laughs> I just stopped wearing them, lost them. And then probably back in like July, I looked at my teeth and I noticed that like my one snaggle tooth was like shifting again. And I was like, damn, I'm I need to get back again so I can just like actually just dedicate wearing my retainers. So I did bite and it was like way cheaper than I even thought. Like, cause of my, my session was I had 10 aligners. So I was in them for a month and a half, two and a half months just to like auto correct what had like messed up. Right. So it was awesome. It was my, it was definitely my Christmas gift to myself because we're not doing gifts this year, but we do want a new kitchen. We'll see. Holy shit. I don't know. I'm so, I'm so overwhelmed with that. Like I just, I just want to give up some days, you know, I just want to like sit in my room and like pretend like the rest of the world doesn't exist and just live in that moment. Anyone else? Let me know. Let me know below. So the past, um, couple weeks, I've just been, you know, tinkering around with some different ideas and, uh, kind of like what I want to see in an episode. And I'm curious what you guys want to see, because I absolutely love doing tell me a secrets. I love our Q and A's. I love whatever topics, but I guess that's the thing. Like what topics do you guys want to hear? Like, what do we feel like as a community? What are we struggling right now? 
with in like, is it, uh, again, like seasonal change? Like, are we struggling with like time management or like not having friends or like, what are those things? I love talking on them all religion, you know, whatever it might be, but let me know. So also you guys have to go get these eye gels. I should probably take them off. So you can keep eye gels on as long as you want to, like these are still pretty good, but you can tell when the formulation kind of dies off because they will, they'll start to kind of dry up and become very sticky instead of like watery. So after that, I just kind of like take them off and I pat them into my eye and there I'm like, I feel recovered. So usually I'm, I'm dead ass serious. Even at night, I just put them right here in my hydro jug until I throw them away. Like for real, that's, this is my, where all my eye gels go to die until I throw them away the next morning. Like so funny. podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. I talk about BetterHelp a lot, seeing as that it's benefited me in the past two years. Some people think, you know, maybe, oh, things have to get really bad until you can go to therapy. You're like, I'm not depressed. Why do I need therapy? But really therapy is a tool to where you're using it before things were to get worse and to avoid being at your lowest low. I don't know about you, but why the fuck would you want to get to your lowest low before you climb out to the to that top again, right? BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video and even live chat sessions with your therapist. You don't have to see anyone on your camera. You don't have to wear pants. You don't even have to put on pajamas. You could be naked wherever you're at and do a therapy session with your therapist. So for me personally, I like to put my AirPods in. I'll walk around my desk room. I'll go for a walk outside when it's nice out, whatever it may be. And that's what works for me. It is customizable and it is more affordable than most in-person therapy. Give it a try. See why over two million, million, trillion people have used BetterHelp Online Therapy. And girls, don't forget to get on betterhelp.com slash Desby and put in that discount code. If you forget that, you do not get that 10% off your first month. And that is the deal with being a listener of Brunch with Desby. All right, so let's go ahead and get into some question and answers. I'm excited for these because a lot of them, a lot of them were just like fun, a little bit more like random. Some of them were also very question prompt, like get us into a little bit more of a discussion. So let's go ahead and enjoy a few. Have you ever been in trouble with the law? (laughs) That's a great question. I have once, mostly just for underage drinking, but I didn't get in trouble for it because I dead, I dead ass wasn't drinking, but I was around people and around the alcohol. So they probably could have charged me with like a minor is in possession, but I was like literally so innocent that they were like, you can just go home. That was the only time. Sometimes though, I have had dreams that I've been more in trouble with the law and it terrifies the shit out of me. Like I'm always someone who finds prison life very interesting. Like that's another YouTube hole I'll go down. It's just like, inside prisons and like how murderers live. You know, like it's so weird. It's such a weird thing to say I watch. But um sometimes I'll have dreams that I like have gotten in, in trouble more with the law than I think. And then I wake up panicked thinking that like I really did. So yeah, I, I do think it's fascinating, but I've never actually I've gotten like I think I've gotten two tickets 
speeding tickets in my life. I think that was it. What's on your Christmas list this year? Like I said, I really only want a new kitchen. Everything else, I'm so serious. Like I just feel I have practiced so much gratitude lately of just being so fucking thankful for what I have. Like having a home, having a car, having a healthy family. That alone like is a gift. I've been so turned off lately of like material items because I just think that internal gratitude has shifted differently. I've also been more into when I do spend money, it's on things. It's on, I'm sorry, like events, right? So it's like all of us going out to a nice dinner, um, maybe doing a family road trip, maybe all of us getting a hotel. Like that's what I would rather have as like a gift versus like a material item. And when it comes to material items, like I honestly couldn't even tell you what like I want because I just, I'm not like into anything right now. Like I love, I just love the simplicity of what I have right now. And also I'm like, I really need to declutter my house just with all the, like the baby stuff, like Archie stuff, like all this stuff I'm offloading, giving away to others. So I think once that is, I think maybe I'm, I'm going to be more open to receiving new items. Does, does that make sense? Yeah, I think that makes more sense, but I do want a new kitchen. Like I said, like I really want to renovate some of our house, which that's like, that's not, that's more than a gift. <laughs> it's not that easy. Okay. Okay comment below or comment or DM me, or I'll put it on the Instagram story today. What is on your Christmas gift this year? I'm curious what a good Christmas gift is this year. Like what is interesting? Okay. I'm going to address this because this really pisses me off. Why haven't you spoken up on the genocide happening in Palestine? I have drawn this boundary time and time and time again, and I do not care who I piss off anymore. I am not the fucking news. I am a person who is here to shed light, to have fun, and to bring positivity into life. I do not have a mental capacity to keep up with news of any fucking sort. You ask me what is going on in the world, I could quite literally tell you, I don't know. And you can call that ignorant, you can call it naive, I don't care. When I walk outside and I put this phone down, I live in my present and life is great. That is all that I can focus on right now. That's all I can give my attention and energy to because I know where my personal mental energy boundary lies. And if that pisses you off, go follow someone else. Like literally, I don't care. I do not care at all. I can love you guys and respect you guys so much. If that is where you personally decide to draw the line of, oh, fuck her because she only posted one time and not every fucking day, go somewhere else because it is not a place I can spend mental energy and I won't like that is just a pure boundary. I spoke about that three episodes ago where I did in fact, um, bring it up and speak about it. I also have posted about it on my stories, on my Desby, on my brunch with Desby. If you missed it, that is also not my fault. So I'm again, I'm not posting it every day. That's all I'll say about that. And honestly, it's really disheartening to know that some people expect that much out of a stupid influencer. I'm calling myself stupid. Like I I am just, I am who I am. You know, meet me up, meet up with me in real life. I'm not talking about the news. I want to talk about Taylor Swift. I want to talk about Starbucks. I want to talk about how life is for you. I want to talk about your family and your kids, ask you how you're doing. I'm not going to ask you about the news as a friend. And that's not what you're going to get here. 
Thanks so much. Do you think everything, oh, do you think you did everything too young or was it all perfect timing? I think everyone's timing is so unique. And for me, it worked out for my life. You know, like, I don't think we can put a time on, on anything in anyone's life, especially when it comes to like children, buying a home, finding your forever place, right? Like planting somewhere that happens for anyone at different times, of their life, different experiences, different life circumstances. So I, I think fast, or I'm sorry, record, rewind back 20 years. Yes, there was this quote specific timeline for people. But I think nowadays we all as a society, I think are way better about being just like, Hey, yeah, it's whatever is best for you. So for me, as much as it happened, everything in my life happened a little bit faster than I really planned. It's also what was supposed to happen for me. So I rest in that. And I know that my journey is my journey for a reason. And I'm grateful for that. So I don't think I was too young. I think it was perfect timing for me. Give that, give my same situation to someone else. Maybe it would be too young and it wouldn't be their perfect timing. But for me, I think I rest easy knowing that my life is where it's supposed to be. What's your go-to meal when cooking for the whole fam? <laughs> That's funny. Cause I like don't cook. I cook chili. I'll put chili in a crock pot. I'm just not the cooker of the family. Why it is. He loves doing that. And it's one of those things that in our relationship, we've come to a really good daily routine of like kind of who does what and what mental load does one person carry and the other one doesn't and vice versa. You know, you take this, I take this, right? And he's really taken on the cooking. He's just so much better at it. He's efficient at it. He does it faster. He knows what tastes better. Like it's just his jam. So when it comes to like what I cook well, I'm really good at like <laughs> crock pot recipes, which like, what the fuck do you do? You just put it in there. Like it's really not that hard, but I do make a mean white chicken chili, babe. So that's what I would cook. That'd be my go-to meal. That's like literally it. I'm even trying to think like, oh, did it, have I made anything else? No, no nothing other than sometimes um, HelloFresh. Like I made those pretty well. I just, I don't have the patience. So I'm like not good at it, you know? Um, but that's a good question. What's your biggest struggle in your relationship? I think Wyatt would agree with me and be proud that I'm saying this, but definitely like communication we've gotten so much better. I think communication is a skill you constantly have. It's like, it's like working a muscle. Like you constantly have to flex it. You constantly have to work it, get better at it and grow it. And it's the same thing in communication. Like the communication you have with a partner in the beginning of your relationship is so different than the communication you have to develop when you have children with that partner, et cetera. So it's like, there's new phases of our communication that always need to better. Um, but I feel like as we've committed to each other. And, you know, we're like, Hey, we're, we're both putting effort into this marriage. It's gotten better because we both know it's important. I think we have probably had our best string of like being communicative the past, like probably like half a year. Like we've really gotten into a, a pretty good routine with that. Doesn't mean we still don't have our faults. You know, I'm very stubborn. I don't always have to talk things out. Like I'll just get over it. Why it likes to communicate it, which it's great. Like we should, you know, but it's definitely a balance of just learning and knowing how the other person reacts, but also what could make us better together. That would probably be it. How did each pregnancy make you better? Oh, I love, I lo that's a good question. With Maddox, I think it was all just like a whirlwind. It was so new. And I think it made me better by 
definitely fixing how I viewed my body. Before Maddox, I was just like physique. Like, you know, like even when I would post, it was just like, I was just fitness, which is good. It got me to where I'm at. Like, you know, everything serves a purpose. But once I had Maddox, I just really respected how my body operated more. And that didn't only translate into how I like feel my body and look to my body, but also how I then presented myself to others. You know, I knew I was more than a body. So Maddox made me better in that way, knowing my body is so much stronger. And even though I did have him early, I, it made me appreciate what my body did do and how my body also saved him and my mind, my, my mind body connection saved him. So it made me better like that with Archie and like the situation I even went with Archie, I think the pregnancy also, again, furthered that intimacy with my body, knowing that it was still holding something and protecting it. You know, even though we had the issue we had with him in his CPAM, it was like my body was still protecting him and it still brought him into the world safely. So I think it changed me in that way of trusting my body, loving it for what it did. And also going then full term, I saw it in a whole different way, right? You know, I was the biggest I'd ever been. Like I was almost 200 pounds. Um, like I'm 136, 138, you know, like round up 140, right? So like, that's like 60 pounds plus almost 200 pounds at five, seven. Like it was an amazing experience to see my body do what it needed to do to grow that baby. So each pregnancy has just brought me back to a full circle moment of just like my health and wellness journey with now this like personal journey and motherhood journey. It's been like really cool. Very honored, very honored to be a mommy. (laughs) Do your socks match? Yes, they always do. I've always been that girl. I've never been the one to mix match my socks. Honestly, honestly, just was never a thing for me besides when it was maybe cool for like sports. Like when you had crew socks and they were different back, like when you played softball as like a kid. But other than that, I've always really stayed pretty hard on having matching socks. Definitely. Death row meal. Uh, Quite a few people ask this, which I mean, it's a fun question. Honestly, I'm so fucking serious. The biggest boat of sushi possible. The biggest boat of sushi. I mean, every fucking roll under the sun, I will gobble. So I think like sushi with a little bit of like Wagyu beef, like, you know, like an A5 Wagyu strip or filet on the side. Sushi. And ooh, probably some like bowel buns, you know, like those, those are good. Maybe a little bit of gyoza and dumpling. That's like my favorite. Like, I just love sushi so much. I love, I love it so much that like no questions asked. That's it. And then I would probably somehow get like a, like an Oreo McFlurry mixed in there or something. Definitely a little bit of like ice cream or cheesecake or the Oreo overload from Cheesecake Factory. Yeah, (laughs) there we go point of view on when to decorate for Christmas. Okay. Christmas is so, okay. We, here we go. We hit Halloween, October 31st, right? That gives us about little under two months until Christmas. When we think of the the mass influx of Christmas decor compared to what comes out for fall, we have a lot more variety in Christmas. So my opinion is to get the most bang for your buck, you put that shit up on November 1st. You know, you can keep a little bit of it's fall y'all, you know, you can leave that around the house, but really Christmas tree goes up on the first. Like if I could have, mine would already be up because I thought about it last year and we made this routine of putting up our Christmas tree on Thanksgiving. Reality, it sounds good. Family's involved. Everyone's home. Everyone's in the house. We're all, you know, giggling. Got, you know, golly gee, look how much 
little Sadie's grown this year, you know, but then I think about it and I'm like, you have less than four weeks to have this beautiful fucking tree that you probably spent hundreds of dollars on in your house. And then you got to clean up. No, I want, I want the most time for my effort. So I think putting it up earlier, the better you get more out of it. If anything, it's smart. You're smart. You're working smarter, not harder. So really, I think you're ahead of the game here, but that's my personal opinion. And again, like I said, if I had the opportunity to do, to have already put mine up, it would be up. Believe me. Will you stay in Michigan forever? Yes, I will. I will. I mean, uh, never say never. Right. But like, I have no reason to leave. I have no want to leave. The only thing I can see us doing is Wyatt's dad lives down in Florida. I could see us renting in Florida for a couple months, maybe in like leaving during winters while the kids are little, but also then they're going to be in school. So like ultimately probably not, you know what I mean? Like I like to entertain it, but then it's like, we'd rather just go down and stay with him for like three or four weeks or something. So overall, no, I I don't think I would do it. And I don't think I would even want to like the grass isn't greener on the other side. It's greener where you water it. So even if I'm in a position where like, oh, I would be happier in blank or I would have more opportunity blank. It's like, I would be just as upset there. You know what I mean? It's like, it just, it doesn't always matter where you move or where you live. It's what you make of it. And so I'm just, I'm making the most out of good old Michigan. Fuck, Mary kill. This is so bullshit. Alani new cherry slush Culver's root beer. Meyer quenchers. I'm fucking Alani new. I'm killing root beer. Culver's root beer, and I'm marrying Meyer quenchers. I think that's pretty, pretty fair. This is a fun one too. If you had to rename brunch with Des B, what would you name it and why? I honestly have no clue. I would have to like sit on that creatively because there would have to be a why behind it. You know, just like Des B with three underscores, like there's a reason behind that, right? It's Des B fill in the blank. I can be whoever I want to be. Des B fun, Des B sad, Des B fun sleepy does be hungry. That's there's a theatric reason behind it. Right. So brunch with does to me, first off, I love brunch. And second off with a Sunday upload in what I wanted to do with the podcast and, and one day might revisit, right. Having like actual meetups, it would be brunch theme. Like, so it's like brunch with me and I love brunch. It falls on Sunday. Sunday, we're always brunching. I don't know. It just, I really do feel like it just fits the bill. If anything, I think if I were to change it, I would probably take out the word does be and have the podcast be like a name, right? Like mm. not necessarily with does be. Does that make sense? That'd be the only thing I would change. But even then, like, it's just me. So like I call the shots, you know, uh, watch recommendation, save your complex on HBO. I think it's on prime Two. literally writing that out. So thank you so much. Trying to conceive our first, taking longer than I thought it would. Any advice for letting go of control and dealing with it? So to this person, first off, thank you for sharing that. Getting pregnant for most is hard. You know, like we see the 1% on social media that we're like, oh my gosh, they got pregnant so easy. Or we, or we don't hear the story, right? So we assume, but it's important to realize like there's, you know, the fertile window is so small technically, right? Like they, it is not quote, easy to get pregnant, right? So first off, honor in a natural world, it is, takes time, you know? But I think the most thing you can settle in is number one, acknowledge your feelings. Like you're allowed to be frustrated. I think too often, like we live in life where it's just like, 
toxic, again, the word toxic positivity, but it's almost just like, again, the, the, oh, it'll happen when it's supposed to perfect timing. Uh, the, the Lord won't give you what you can't handle yet. You know, whatever. And it's like, no promise. I could fucking handle it. Like shut up. So I think to sit in your emotions, it's more important than to just quote, like, let it go and work on letting it go. It's like, you're allowed to be upset, right? Like get some therapy, go better help code does be do a few sessions online, do a month, you know, maybe just even having that external unbiased reply could just be good to like offload those emotions to, but I can only imagine it becomes very difficult in a trying to conceive journey when sex maybe starts to feel just like a transaction and I, I can only assume that can be very frustrating too. Like you don't want it to turn into that. So I think there's a lot of emotions that go into that. But I think just from like woman to woman, like just hang in there. Like, again, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, it'll happen when time's ready. Like just hang in there. You know, not every, and this is not speaking like bad juju at all, but I think it's also very important to realize that motherhood looks different for a lot of people. For some people, it's physical motherhood, right? They're bearing a child. For some people, it's adoption. For some people, it's fostering. For some people, it's surrogacy. Like you can, you will still, and you can still be a mother in any way. And that just goes out to like anyone right now who has been struggling in that, or maybe he doesn't even want to physically bear a child. Like you can still be a mother and a caregiver in so many different ways. It's not, bearing the child doesn't make you more of a mom if you choose to then adopt a child, right? Like you're still a mother. And I think that's very important too. So I'm sending hugs to you. Like I said, feel those emotions. Like, I don't think you should be in a rush to just shove it off. Feel the emotions, journal about it. And then maybe in the art of that, you'll find that healing and that ability to let go with actually feeling feeling that emotion instead of just pushing it down deeper. I hope that was helpful. Sending, sending hugs. Okay, can you please educate me on the guidelines of getting a tattoo while breastfeeding? You can look it up and you can ask your doctor. Um, I'm not a doctor. I'm not an OBGYN. I just did my own personal research and consulted with my doctor. And so for me, the guidelines she gave me was to pump and dump um, for a 24-hour period. During that time when I did pump, I already had milk saved up. So Maddox, and then at the time, Archie just took a bottle I didn't even dump. I kept the milk, but I put it into um, little cubes where I could use it for like baths and stuff like that, like use milk baths. Cause you can still use it. It's just the idea is that potentially don't want to ingest. They don't want to ingest it. The tattoo molecule of like the ink is so small. The idea of it getting into the bloodstream is so minimal, or I'm sorry, not in the bloodstream, but into the milk is so minimal. But obviously the idea behind any guidelines on pregnancy is like, they're not going to unethically test this. Like they're not going to research it. Right. So they're not gonna be like, we took 100 moms and made them all get tattoos while they're breastfeeding and five of their babies contracted an an issue, right? Like, like that's unethical to test. So when it comes to a lot of things in pregnancy, it's just, Hey, don't do it because there is just genuinely no research. Therefore, that's why the tattoo guidelines comes in where it's just like pump and dump up to 24 hours, X, Y, Z. So ask your OBGYN, ask your, ask your people. But that's how I personally went around my experience and was fine. That same thing goes for like Botox and lip injections and stuff. Same idea is like the pump and dump for X amount of time. Everyone's different. What's one very specific memory you have from your childhood? So funny. I have so many, obviously we all do, right? 
the first thing I thought of was going to my grandma and grandpa, grandma, rest in peace, took my sister and I, we didn't like get out with them a lot. My grandma had, um, an amputated leg. So we didn't like, we didn't move a lot. Right. Like it was whenever we hung out with my grandma and grandpa, it was like, just we're at their house. Like a very kind of like they live very sedentary, but they love going to pizza hut, you know, gosh, miss you grandma, you know? So we went to our one and only trip with them. We went on a vacation. I think I was in fourth grade and we went to Graceland. Um, my grandma was huge into like Loretta Lynn, huge into Elvis Presley. So we went to like Loretta Lynn's, um, house thingy. And then we also went to Graceland. So fun. It was, it was like such a core memory experience. Like I can still remember walking into Loretta Lynn's travel RV. Um, and it was like a, it wasn't even a mock. It was her real RV. Right. I remember going through Graceland, uh, and we stayed in a ton of RV, what, it, uh, campgrounds. Cause my grandma and grandpa, we went into, we went with an RV. So we were in this one RV and my, at the time my parents had, I think they had just divorced. So we had a little like Nokia phone, flip phone. It was red and you could play like that snake game on it. And my grandma was outside, bless her heart. Remind you, she only has one leg. She was hanging our towels, like our wet, like swimming towels outside. All of a sudden this huge storm comes in, like humongous, like damn near tornado. We're in a fucking RV. Like I swear to God, I thought I was going to die. I'm playing the snake game. All of a sudden I see my grandma hobbling inside with like her cane, her one leg, she didn't have it on. She didn't have like her prosthetic. God bless her. She's trying to run into the RV because this storm, I mean, is like picking up our towels. Like it looked like a tornado. I remember looking at my snake game dying because I was looking up and my poor grandma struggling to run into the RV. After that, it was like a probably 20 minute, like really bad storm, terrified lights went out. Um, camper went out, RV went out, you know, whatever the dogs are going nuts. They had the most annoying shih tzus. And, um, then after that, we called my mom, my dad told him what happened, you know, whatever. So that's like core memory. Um, probably cause like, I thought my grandma was going to like legit fall and die. Like she wouldn't have, right. But like, as a kid, you're like, oh my God, like the, have you guys seen twister? You know, like that was a childhood memory of mine. Um, so funny. It's what, a like, aren't we so blessed to have memories? Like what a, what an opportunity to be able to like live such a life, have things to look back on, smile about them, remember their face remember the way they spoke. Like it's just life is so short, really. Right. And what an honor to like, be able to look back at memories. Like it's so, it's so underrated, so special. So thank you for asking that and bringing that up. Cause it was such a good little memory. I had to just went down memory lane. Love that. How do I become unafraid to date again and let someone into my life? I mean, that's hard. The funny thing is the week before Wyatt and I ended up kissing for the first time, I had said, I am so done with boys. I'm done dating. I'm in my single girl era. I was always someone who had pretty like long relationships. Like I definitely didn't really date around. Like I, I was never really single girl. Honestly, the, I was single, maybe the second part of my freshman year of college. And even then I was actively like hooking up with someone that I like was really thinking we were going to like be a couple. So I was still like exclusive. Right. So I, it, I didn't like have that single time, like slut era. I was just always kind of like, I was always tied down, like not in a bad way. It was just, I liked just being with that one person, you know, I think though 
my point is, is that to become unafraid is important for you to then meet the one, right? Like it's so cliche, but every heartbreak is closer to that person, that next great person, right? And I think it's just like anything as you're dating, as you're with other people, you gain experience, you gain an understanding of what you want versus what you don't. So I do think there's like a real huge value in letting people in and knowing that if they hurt you, you're going to be okay. Um, but also knowing what hurt is right. There is such a thing as toxicity ladies. Okay. There is such a thing as toxic men. So being aware of that, but also just being open to that and maybe having more boundaries and learning what those boundaries are in the beginning phases to avoid like being uncomfortable in other spots. That makes sense. Let me know. Okay. Last few dream travel vacation or travel destination. Sorry. 100% Hawaii. Like, I feel like it's so lame, like, oh, Hawaii, but I've just always wanted to go there and it's just never worked out. Like, and I love Bretman rock so much and he lives in Hawaii. Right. And so whenever I see his stories, I'm like, it just looks so beautiful there. Katie and Hayden, like have gone there a few times. Some of my friends have gone there a few times. Like, I just want to go so badly. My friends, Alex and Sue also just went to St. Barth's. Instead, it was like one of the most beautiful, gorgeous places too. So that would probably be up there. But also like Hawaii is just like one of those I I need to go, you know? What is uh, your biggest insecurity? Probably, okay, first thought was my chin, which I told you guys about how I got Botox in my chin. So honestly, that's kind of like changed, right? Like my insecurity is like low-key fix, like fix. Eh. The other insecurity I would probably say is my butt because it's like big for what, like when I get pumped, when I get a glute pump, it's like big as any muscle, right? Like I'm like, oh yeah, I'm proud of my butt. But like, I don't hold any fat on my butt. And so it's just muscle. So for what it looks like, it's like big, but I have no, like, I have no fat there. It's frustrating. Like it's annoying. So like, there's nothing else And the fat I do have. Isn't like juicy fat. So I would say my butt, just because I, I do like work legs and glutes so much. And I just feel like it's never like juicy, you know, but I have like really long legs. I've like, so my, my butt is longer, right? Like I don't, I'm not like short. I don't know how to explain it. So I'm like, I'm just going to have to deal with that. But that's probably my biggest insecurity. Cause I'm like, why can't I just have a big ass? Like, come on, come on. It's really not that hard to ask for. Most influential person in your life outside of your family? Hmm. Probably off the top of my head in my current right now is my friend Sue. We've been good friends since we met back in 2016, beginning of 2017, sorry, 2017 beginning. We've just both grown to, to, together. We, we're not always texting. We're not always... We've never always just like, you know, FaceTimed or anything, but it's just whenever we've always come together, it's just so refreshing and we just have the best conversations. Like even back, you know, 2017, we're sitting at a bar stool. I'm like creating DBFT at the time, et cetera. And like every conversation we had like left together, we were always just both better, right? Like it was like, we're learning something. We're inspiring each other. We're giving each other feedback. Like she's just always been that person for me. And like lately she is just, crushed it. And, um, just, you know, at this time, like five days ago, four days ago, she lost her dad and he was also just an amazing man. 
and the few times I've met him and he hosted me at his house, like Sue's bachelorette party and stuff. I mean, just great guy, great family. Um, so just to see that, I think adversity she's fought through while maintaining her own business, her and her husband's business. It's just so admirable. And, um, yeah, she probably, she influences me a lot. She makes me want to work harder and that's probably the T love her. That, that makes me teary eyed. We just have a lot, a lot that we went through together, you know? So yeah, that is, um, you guys had some other really good questions, but honestly, that's probably it right now. <laughs> We're going to cap it there. So I hope that you guys have a beautiful day. Thank you for student. Also like go by this phone case dead serious. This is the cutest phone case I bought. You guys know I have an addiction, but I promise this isn't an addiction. This was a, this was a need. Okay. But regardless, um, thank you for hanging out with me. And I'm like, I'm so silly. I'm still letting that question like rot with me of that person being like, why haven't you spoke on the genocide? I can't, I can't. I'm just curious what that person's doing daily as well. I hope that, I hope that anyone that asks that is truly posting about it every fucking day including on their Facebook friends. I hope you're checking in with your friends. I hope you're checking in with your family and keeping them accountable too. If you want to hold me accountable, you know, it's only fair. So just a reminder, you're allowed to have your own boundaries. I don't give a fuck who you are and maintaining those. If that's important for your mental health, fuck anyone else who doesn't appreciate that and can't understand that it is what it is. So happy Sunday guys. Love you. Go watch the news and Go read some research and some articles that don't just read the headlines. Let me make that very clear. Don't be a headliner. Read the bulk of the shit. Go find the real sources. Okay. I did throw out the resource. I love to watch real news. No bullshit. Unbiased reporting, which we don't get often. Just straight up what is going on and what is it, what is it affecting? Absolutely love it. That is one place I will stay up to date on. So love you guys. Happy Sunday. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Love you. Go get your Tula. You only have two days left with my code. When in doubt, does be at checkout. Say it with me. When in doubt, does be at checkout. When in doubt, does be at checkout. When in doubt, does be at check. Okay. Happy Sunday. Love you. That's all for this episode of Brunch with Des B. I hope you enjoyed hanging out, laughing, or maybe even crying with me today because let's be honest, you never know what you'll get here. Be sure to subscribe to my podcast, share with your family and friends, or even just to social media and tag me in it so I can share. Love you guys.